Because once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. After further review, we're having a couple of little bit of difficulties. That's why the, com- the commercials kept kind of repeating themselves. I asked you about that the other week, last week, I think. The charger could could that charge my iPhone 13? Uh, the one that's attached to my phone. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, you'd have to probably order something like this off uh, Amazon, and then you just stick it on the back, and it charges it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But you gotta like charge the charger. But yeah. basically, in the event where you're nowhere where you can plug your phone in, boom. Boom. What do you have? Do you have a 13 or a 12? I have a 12. Okay, because I got the 13. I guess the 13 is the newest one? Yes. And then we also got David the Man of God Harris here on the phone lines. What's up, David? Not much. Y'all still man. going with all this iPhone stuff. Yeah, because yeah. you sound crystal clear. Like, before you sound like the, the, the walkie-talkie lady on Charlie Brown. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was that bad, but, this, but compare... Compa- this compared to that, it's day and night. Yeah, it is. Well, it was on the iPhone 6, which yeah. was a long, 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 long time ago. Um, but let's get into the NFL, should, shall we? And basically when we get into the NFL, we, we usually play the NFL stuff. But this is winners and losers. Usually you involve college football. David, go ahead. Winners and losers of week 18. All right. Switching audible, so we'll take out the college stuff. Mostly, we're just going to talk about Alabama. Well, yeah, you can put, the college, yeah, put the college stuff in there. You throw it in there. Just throw it in. Throw the whole throw the whole sandwich in there. All right, yeah, it's week eighteen. First one ever. Had. Screw it. All mm-hmm. right, so we're we'll start off with the winners. First winner. Shout out to recruiters Jackson State and Deion Sanders. And the reason I put Deion Sanders and Jackson State for this long notion that. Oh, all these top elite talent aren't going to go play for the non-Power Fives, much less an HBCU. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, what we're really seeing in this recruiting class, as Deion Sanders continues to get these four- and five-star recruits and all these top-tier transfer, JUCO transfers and even transfers from Power Five schools, is that this, the ties are starting to shift. Now, some people keep saying that this is all part of the national... In your name, image, and likeness kind of twist and turn of collegiate athletics. Others are saying, oh, they just want to play for Deion Sanders. I think it's probably a combination of both. But as we're seeing, now we're starting to see that with recruiting, kids just want to go where they can both play, like play and be successful, but then also the coach matters. Like, if you can go to... A lot of people brought this up when um, the top overall recruit flipped from Florida State to Jackson State. If you can go from, if you can have these two schools, blind resume, one middle of the road and a middle of the road Power 5 conference, ain't winning anything, or a team that was highly successful, made it to 
a bowl game and was just on national TV, yeah, I'm choosing I'm choosing the school with the success. And I think now that this is just going to breed more success, and as we're seeing a lot of former players and high-profile names coming to these HBCUs, we're going to start to see that seismic shift where it's not a guarantee that your big stars are going to automatically choose the Alabamas, the like those those you know, purebred football powerhouses. So, so shout out to Prime Time. Forty ers making it into the playoffs. I want to say that they didn't deserve to be in, but this is more just. You can take Matthew Stafford out of Detroit, but he's still a Detroit Lion. Like, there's no reason that the 49ers should have won that game. David, let me, if you could only see my shocked face right now. Like, like, if you looked at both sidelines and said to yourself, you can either choose Jimmy Garoppolo, who I've roasted on this show many years, check the tapes, or Matthew Stafford, who is a former Detroit Lion. Like, you might as well just say, I just want to tie. Like, like obviously, shout out to the 49ers making the plays. Jimmy Garoppolo with the comeback. Everyone's saying, his, you know, he's Steve Young incarnate. Let's pump the brakes on that. He's still not good. But, yeah, just 49ers pulled that one out of their keister. And mainly because the the Rams just imploded. And I don't know what else to say. But the 49ers are now in the playoffs. All the old heads are coming out this weekend saying, let me tell you, young blood, the 49ers and the Cowboys used to dominate the NFL, and now they're, you know, both in the end. Well, da- well, David, kind of play off what you said. I-, I think there's still a lot of people that still make excuses for Stafford. That, oh, well, the defense was the ones who crapped their pants. Well, a lot of the stuff I saw when he was in Detroit, you have a chance to win the division, you're at home, even though that may have been more of a Niners home game because all the Niners fans that were in Inglewood that day, and you don't get the job done. You got a 17 nothing lead. Finish the job. Inglewood? Yeah. yeah, that's true. But guess what? He's in the playoffs. No Lions are. Oh, yeah. I mean, granted, he did win a division. That's only because the Arizona Cardinals crapped the bed. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Another team that kind of got in by the skin of the teeth, my hometown Steelers, gave me a heart attack pretty much the entire second half. Well, really, the like the first half. I mean, Survivor in advance. This, I mean, we've pretty much been a playoff team the past month because we've had to win. It's basically winning in, and then the series of convergence ultimate events. I'll get to the Colts shortly. But yeah, this team just does not know how to just go away. I think someone mentioned on social media like we are as we are like zombies like you can try to kill us but we just keep coming back like we just won't like die i guess the chiefs you know a lot of people are saying that same thing but it's this mentality that we've been playing for a month like this is these are all must win games and for a kansas city team not to you know jump the gun a little bit for a team that was locked into the playoffs a while ago and really didn't have much to play for other than a top seed, like now, now we're going to start to see if it's that proverbial rest versus rust, where we're just kind of going through the cog and our opponent, like they didn't take it easy, but 
they really didn't have to go full throttle just to make it in. So shout out to the Steelers finally making it in for the swan song of Big Ben's career finally. And and also the fact that uh, you should mention Brandon Staley having a complete brain fart and calling timeout because if that game ended in a tie, then we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. <laughs> if, if that game ended in a tie, I would have flown out and fought everyone. Like I would have <laughs> fought players, coaches, referees, owners, management. Like that, the Oakland Raiders deserved. They should have won that game handedly. That says a whole lot as to why, yeah. <laughs> that game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, th- I thought we were going to see a kneel down fest, and then I guess there was some word that came out that that uh, Roger Goodell threatened sanctions if that happened. Well, then, well on that and kind of thinking what the other one, my next one was going to be the Raiders, so just thinking about this game. Like, a lot of former players, like, if you thought both teams were going to just kneel down, then, like, you don't understand like the competitive spirit of players. Like I, I fully agree. Cause both of those teams were like, Hey, if we win, we're in like, forget about the other team. It's focusing on us. And so I fully agree with some of those former players are like, why are we going to play for a tie that benefits both of us? When one, we can knock out a rival and two, we can get a favorable matchup for going into this playoffs. So like, that's, that's where I'm at. And the Raiders got the job done. Did it take, all overtime because they blew a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter? Yes. But you play to win the game. And as it says in that stadium, just win, baby. And they just won. Yeah, I, I thought the game was suspenseful and fun. I thought it was the best game of the year. Cool that the final game of the season was the best game of the year. Yeah, it was, there were a lot of overtime heartbreakers, well, thrillers, depending on what side you're on. But yeah, this week 18, I don't want to say it's good because it's still another game and there are a lot of injuries that we saw just because, you know, players' bodies aren't meant for this elongated season. But there there were some good there were some good games that happened week 18. <sighs> and my final winner are Chicago Bears fans. <laughs> because what are you say? the <laughs> the Nagy Pace era is finally over. Uh, and as Vince McMahon would say, screw you, you're yeah. fired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the like, thing is, that there's, here's the dilemma. We're like the Lions. Who are you going to hire next? Especially since the McCaskey family is dirt cheap. Yeah, exactly. So it, 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 this could be, we could be back here at this scenario five years down the line. I, I, to me, they have no draft picks. You fire the guys, great, but then once again, unlike the, the Chicago fan base is awful with this, and they're like, "Yeah, we got rid of them." But who are we going to replace with them? Who are you going to replace? And let's let's just face it, it's the same old song, same old song. You put got a coach in there, he's five, four, five years. Yeah, he sucks. He's out. Bringing the new guy. Yeah, he sucks. He's out. When is people going to understand? Just like Frank said, this family is cheap. When it comes to anything, and they are, they put all the money on one side of the ball, which is defense. So you can't put anything for offense. They have to get an offensive line for Justin, you know, Fields. I, to me, I'm at this point. I'm just like, just whoever you bring in, you bring in. They're gonna come in. They're gonna turn it around a little bit. They'll probably have one or two good, decent seasons. And by year five or six, everybody wants the people, the guy fired again. 
So I didn't celebrate or cheer or anything. I, I, I think at this point, I think the Bears are just a sad organization. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, just kind of thinking, like they interviewed – so in terms of like head coaching, they interviewed Brian Flores, who I'll get to in the losers. That's right. why he got out of, you know, why he was forced out of Miami. They inter- like so far the completed interviews for this morning for GMs, like they've gone with some respectable and solid organizations. So they looked at the Bills assistant GM, or he'll he'll be interviewed tomorrow for the GM job. You got some high qualities. Even thinking about and you know. Don't cause panic alarm, but Jim Caldwell scheduled for an interview with the Bears. Like, how you know much of a punch in the gut would that be if Bears fans bring back Jim Caldwell, the only one that was successful with the for the Detroit Lions? True. Like that's that's hilarious. Preach. But well, like, they'd bring him in because he's cheap. But he'll probably I I could go with that higher. He's cheap, but at least he'll try to get on to be competitive and win. And plus, Ryan. Matt Nagy couldn't do anything with Mitch Trubisky. I, I still don't know why Bears fans loved Mitch Trubisky. He was awful. If he was any good, he probably would have been picked up and latched on with another team and not be in the backup. Just my thoughts. No, I think I think the legacy of the Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace era is the fact that you brought in Mitch Trubisky, who, if we go back to that draft, no one saw that coming in mock drafts. Like there were rumors and stuff like that, but we were like, come on, there's no way that this guy who was okay at North Carolina for a season would get drafted over the likes of Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. Like, <laughs> like that, like that's the legacy of that draft. Like, look at the quarterbacks that came, that were drafted in that year. Look at where Chicago drafted. Trading up to get Mitchell Trubisky. Like, like that's going to leave a sour taste in a lot of fans' mouths. And so, so yeah, like Derek, like you said, you know, five picks this year. Mm-hmm. Rounds two, three, or two, two, three, two picks in five, and then six. Like, like 39th overall is going to be your first pick if you don't trade off. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Like, if you have a head incoming GM, incoming head coach, like, that, that's, going to be, that's going to take a lot of convincing to not have a first-round pick. But mm-hmm. that's the way the cookie crumbles because you traded away your first and fourth for this year to get Justin Fields last year. Mm, right. Man, totally and it all agree. goes to back to saying you shouldn't let a GM who you were probably planning on firing make your trades to get a draft pick. Because who knows this new regime is going to even like Fields. Well, well, I mean, this year was supposed to be their, their swan song year anyways. Like, this was their last opportunity, and then they they didn't let up, so... They got fired. Keep going. <sighs> uh, switching over to the losers, we'll stick in the NFC North. Uh, first loser, Lions fans. <laughs> and namely because throughout the game, I saw people on social media saying they wanted the Lions to lose so that they had a better chance of getting the number one overall pick. Like, I, and maybe this was part of the Lions fans throughout the season, but like, 
I go back to what Dan Campbell said at his opening press conference. He's going to make this team play competitive each and every week. And damn it, he did. Like, this team looks leaps and bounds better than what anything that we saw in the Matt Patricia era. Like, this team is actually competitive, and he he said that this would happen. Like, granted, it was a throwaway game against a rival. You know, Aaron Rodgers sat the second half. Everything was wrapped up. He didn't even need to play. But that shows a sign like, hey, this game means nothing, and we still make splash plays. We're still out there being competitive. And Lions fans, for the first time probably since the Jim Caldwell era, have a coach that really can inspire this team to play above their current abilities to be a great team. And so I think if Dan Campbell can keep things flowing as he is, can continue to command this locker room, you have a steal in Amon Ross St. Brown, and wide receiver who can definitely be your number one moving forward. Like, they... The Lions may be out of the basement. They may not win just three wins next year. They might win six. They might go 500 or hover around 500, eight and nine, nine and eight next year. Well, David, as the Lions fan here, here, here's what I, I say. I mean, I wasn't real big on Dan Campbell as a coach to begin with, but here, here's one thing I will give him credit for that he's done that some of his predecessors did not do is that, look, if he screwed something up, he chose to learn his lessons from it and says, "Hey, we gotta do, we gotta be better." It wasn't like, "Oh, we gotta keep doing it the same way, do it the same way." Nope, we're gonna we're gonna adapt, we're gonna learn from our mistakes, things, and we're gonna build off. We're just gonna get better, her for the long run. I mean, he, even that game. Hey, I mean, I'm not I'm not real crazy about him as a play caller. I know he basically went all all like a kid in Madden calling. Uh, and uh, reverse passes, fake punts, all this, these crazy plays and all. Uh, and you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to fault him for it. Show some aggressiveness. I mean, wise man once said, "You play to win the game," and he's shown that he wants to play to win the game. I'd like. I mean, you see. I think you got to see that more consistently. I mean, we didn't see that early on, but we saw it later. I want to see that more going into next season and. Obviously, for this roster, I mean, Jared Goff is Jared Goff. Uh, I mean, he's not hes not great, but he's not terrible either. Or even though they say, oh, he's got baby hands. I mean, they have, they have a top 10 running game with Swift, and they're a really good offensive line. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, I think he's, he's not, I don't think he's a number one. I think he's really better suited to play the slot. So I think you possibly got to get somebody in the draft, probably in the second round, maybe. He'd uh, stick outside just to compliment him. And then you also have TJ Hawkinson to throw the ball to as well. But I think, truthfully, I mean, I'm not going to complain about not getting the number one pick, even though the Jacksonville Jaguars tried to give him some help. Help, I think. I mean, I don't want to. Like steal your thunder for mock drafts, but I have a feeling the Jags are probably going to try and go for some protection for Trevor Lawrence. Hint, hint, Evan Neal. So that might mean the Lions get their choice of either Kayvon Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson or whoever at number two, which I'd be perfectly fine with. And then as for expectation next year, I think 500 could be doable. 
Well, but only time will tell. You got to see how draft goes, see how free agency goes, see who Campbell brings in as offensive coordinator, if he's going to give up those duties. Obviously, Anthony Lynn got whacked. So only time will tell. And plus, there, who knows if he may have to replace Aaron Glenn as defensive coordinator because he's been getting interviews for head coaching jobs. I don't get why, but again, never know. Yes, yeah, it's going to be definitely a wait and see, but just just think kind of as a whole, um, Lions fans just kind of, they're just so used to kind of craziness and just self-implosion that now that they're starting to see glimmers of life, they're like, hey, we need to ride this hot hand as much as we can. Uh, speaking of that game, Carson Wentz, like, I again, another quarterback that I've driven through the mud, there's a reason why Nick Foles won the Super Bowl and not Carson Wentz, mainly because Carson Wentz is always hurt, and then he decides to go to Indianapolis. And in a game where literally all you had to do is if you win, you not only knock out, like, not only are you in the playoffs, so, you know, winning in, you knock out the Steelers, so nothing that happens matters. And literally everyone in America was like, oh, the statistic that the Colts never win in Jacksonville – Oh, that's just history. It's the new generation. Like, Carson Wentz played like a like we saw him in Philadelphia the majority of his time there. Like, bad throws. Yeah, he made a couple, you know, garbage times, you know, plays here or there. But can't read defenses, making careless mistakes. Like, Carson Wentz is not a starting quarterback in this league. Like, I feel like... If Philadelphia didn't show it, Indianapolis proves it. Yeah. Like he is especially not, since he was reunited with Frank Reich. Like he's if it's a must-win game, you know going in, all you have to do is not lose it. You know you're going up against a team in Jacksonville that has nothing to play for other than pride. They Urban Meyer left midseason. Scandal, controversy, fans want the owner out. And and the GM as well. <laughs> what? Like, GM out. You know coming in, Jacksonville has a stout front seven. So, Jonathan Taylor, bad game. What does that mean? Carson Wentz, you have to lead this team to victory. Which is all we ask quarterbacks to do. Lead the team to victory. And this man can't even do that. Like, at this point, if I'm Indianapolis, I'm like, can we just give him the money, like, and bring back Andrew Luck? Like, Andrew Luck looked like he just woke up out of bed, and then they drove him to the same to give him a microphone and stand next to RG3. Like, I would take him in his polo and jeans over Carson Wentz after a full week of practice. Like, that's how confident I am in everyone else's ability over Carson Wentz for this Colts team. And it's a shame because the Colts had a dynamic year this year. And it's because of the quarterback that they brought in intentionally to lead them over the hump that they are not in the playoffs right now. Crazy. Keep going. Another loser, 
the whole situation in Miami, conflicting reports of why, why Brian, Brian Flores was fired, relieved of his duties, even though the, they were competitive majority of their Miami had a dark outside chance of being in the playoffs, despite having that rough start, kind of really turned it around. It just sucks because a lot of the reports were saying he wasn't like on board with the ownership's handling of the Deshaun Watson. Like he wanted to, uh, they wanted Deshaun Watson. Like, I think it was the other way around, but he wanted sure. Deshaun Watson. Ownership said they, no. They you're wanted to. Uh, sorry, sorry. The, this this whole situation of like you brought in Tua to be the guy. Like just work with who you have. Like. If there's another quarterback, deal with that in the offseason. Deal with that later. Like, it, it just sucks. Because Brian Flores, I think, was perfect for that culture, perfect for that team. And now you look at this Miami team who now has to restart yet again and try to rally around, like, rally everyone in the locker room again. And it's like... I don't, I don't know. There's some that you know, like, on Black Monday that deserve to be fired, and then there are others that you just scratch your head like, really? But if you're Miami, you just have to kind of deal with it yeah, and move moment. on. This is what the ownership wants, but... You got about yeah. five more minutes. Yeah, you got Frank to give his uh, tribute. All right, and then the me is CBS, and this is partially because as a Steelers fan who's also suck in the New York market. No one wanted to go to Bill's Jets in the middle of an overtime Steelers are driving against the Ravens. This is not me being a Steelers fan. This is me being just football. A dynamic game where both teams have an outside opportunity to get into the playoffs. And yes, you, you do the bottom line, you know, due to scheduling conflicts, we have to go over. Like, no, just just say CBS, no, this game matters. Like, I have people here in New York, like, you could ask any Bills or Jets fan. Like, and I've done it all through social media, all through my timeline. They're all like, as teams, as fans of this team, like, we don't want to care about the Bills and Jets. We know who's going to win. Like, this is actually exciting. So, like, I understand, I understand marketing and blah, 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 blah. I understand being in the market and having to watch that train wreck of builds just, which was not a good game for three quarters. Like, just all we needed was five more minutes. Mm-hmm. Can you just give us five? And, but nope. Had to switch over. Had to miss the ending. Had to miss Boswell's game-winning field goal. But this yeah. is what it is, and that. That's it for my winners and losers. <laughs> good stuff, David. Yeah, that is good stuff, David. Did you did you put in what you wanted to say? Um, I will Actually, get to uh, that, uh, but f- I will get to that. We'll uh, we'll do that. Uh, Want to do that right now or what? Or should I just uh, do my little homage to a legend? How long is the homage? It's gonna be. I'm gonna keep it fairly short and sweet. I want to get it in because we're a little bit crunched for time. Um. So do you want to? How long is the NFL? What were you doing for the? It's NFL? just a. It's a buy or sell. I've got. Yeah. Do the buy or sell. Then we'll. All get, right. We'll get, do. Yeah. We got about five I've minutes. It's twelve forty-five. I've got like about nine things to go to. We'll just go rapid fire on this. Okay. Cool. So. So here we go. Uh, Oh, starting off with uh, here's a buy or sell for both of you, and go, David. You can start Matt Stafford 
will finally win a playoff game by or sell? Sell. I don't trust Matt Stafford. I mean, this is also, you know, I don't trust Kyler Murray either, but it's Matt Stafford. You can't take the Detroit out of him. <laughs> wow. Derek, what do you think? Bye. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. This game, right now, from a betting standpoint, I'm not touching with a 10-foot pole. I mean, see where we are come Monday mm-hmm. night. I may I may consider a live betting this one. Next one. And this one, this one is for David. The Steelers find a way to get past the first round. Buy or sell? Be honest, David. You're, oh! Bye. Yeah. No, I mean, kind of, we're right. Like I kind of teased them with the winners and losers. We're riding the hot hand that we've been really playing with this playoff mentality of kind of winning in, winning in. Whereas the Chiefs have had to not so much rest, but they've had the ability to not have their foot on the gas. And I think in the playoffs, even at home, notwithstanding what happened in the regular season, because now it's a whole slate and we play like crap. So the, like they don't know what to expect. And I think now that Ben's kind of getting healthy in terms of kind of finding that end of career rhythm is getting better. We developed, figured out, and then we can get to Patrick Mahomes. TJ Watt's going to get to Patrick. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, sell. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, no. For, for what it's worth, sell. I'm, I'm selling this one, but I do think I – Chiefs are – Favored by twelve and a hook. I, for some reason, I think this one's probably going to be kept close because yeah, more on the Chiefs later. Here's another one for you guys. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will run it. Will make the Super Bowl. David, buy or sell? Sell. Got to go through Green Bay. <laughs> Derek, Aaron Rodgers ain't losing. Yeah, Derek again. Who was it? Bucks make the Super Bowl. Buy or sell? Bye. I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I trust Brady. I trust. Well, th- this is this was probably one of my most horrid takes last year. I remember saying that there was no way that Tom Brady was going to get past that man, as we refer mm-hmm. to him on this show. At least mm-hmm. Derek does. In Green Bay, mm-hmm. they were going to lose. Oh my goodness, did everybody and their brother come out of the woodwork They're like, come on, you gotta believe in Brady, he can do this. I said, I'm sorry, I don't, I love Brady just as much as you guys do, but father, but this ain't Tom Brady from the New England Patriots days that won six Super Bowls, and uh, yeah, file that one for freezing cold takes as the Bucks won, even though I think the Packers kind of screwed themselves in that game. I, I'm gonna I'm, pro- and who knows I'm probably gonna pro- eat crow again. But you know, I'm having a hard time seeing anyone get past Green Bay. Hey, in Green Bay. So how? All right. So this one I'm gonna put a little context behind. Let's say, David. I know you're you're gonna ride or die with the Steelers. But let's hypothetically, let's say they lose to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs. Will make the AFC Championship this year. Buy or sell? Oh, this is this is, this is hypothetically. Let's say they get they they take care of their business against the Steelers. Do they make the AFC Championship? Because they they've they kind of they look kind of streaky at times. 
freaky, but I think kind of once they get hot, that experience is gonna that experience is gonna help them in the long run. I'll say bye. Yeah, Derek. You said the Chiefs gonna lose. Chiefs make the AFC Championship. Oh, buy or sell. Buy. Yeah. They're hot right now. I mean, I'm I'm leaning by, but I'm I mean, granted, there's times where they where they'll look real hot for half, and then they just kind of take their foot off the accelerator. I don't think you can do you can get away with doing that in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Another one, the Cincinnati Bengals, who seem to be everyone's darling this year and dark horse to be a Super Bowl team, mm-hmm. they will make the AFC Championship. David, do you buy or sell? Put all your hatred aside. You you could have just cut it off for Cincinnati Bengals going to win a playoff game. No, <laughs> like the curse is real. <laughs> like, like for those of you that aren't you know old school, the last time the Raiders and the Bengals played, Bengals took out Bo Jackson. Curse has been alive ever since. I hope Bo is in the stadium when when the Raiders beat the Bengals, and then he comes out on the field and says, "Now what?" Still going. <laughs> All right, Derek. How about you? The curse. Okay. You buy or sell the Bengals or can make the will make the AFC Championship this year? Uh, that's a sell. I know they're on fire, but come on. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? I lo- I, lo- I love what Joe Burrow has done this year. Jamar Chase. This is got this is a nice nucleus that the Bengals have. But I am selling, and also from a betting standpoint. Take the Raiders plus five and a half. That's a that's a funny spread. I, the Bengals could win this game, hey, but uh, I would I, from a betting standpoint, I take the points. Plus, it's going to be snowing and windy most of the day tomorrow, anyways. Well, it's, it's, part, it's actually today. Yes, yeah, but there's also a, a, a snowstorm going up east too. Yeah, uh, down south as well. In rain Cincinnati. and ice. No, even more further down south. Yeah. How rain. about the? Here's another one. The Tennessee Titans, the number one seed in the AFC, they will make the Super Bowl despite all their rash of injuries that they've had. David, buy or sell? Brian Tannehill or Patrick Holmes, give him the homes. Yeah. So you're you're selling that one? Yeah, I'm selling it. Derek? Sell. This is one I'm selling to. I, I'm not sold on the Titans as a one seed. If they're a one seed, they're probably one of the worst ones ever. I mean, look... I mean, Julio Jones injured in the season. Shocker. A.J. Brown's been dinged up, surprisingly. Derrick Henry died, although he could be back. Heck with the rest. I mean, unless he unless he goes all vintage Derrick Henry and runs it 60 times, times and throws the old Tim Tebow jump pass in, I do not buy the Titans as a team that makes the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Here's another one for you. The Patriots make it past the first round. David, do you buy or sell? It's hard to beat it three times in a row. Well, they, they've split the. They've actually split this year. They split with the Bills. They, the Patriots won that Monday night game. Oh, yeah, that's right. They they run the first one. Where they the, where they basically ran, they ran essentially the ran the full house. They they right. ran full house T offense and only threw it. Tw- Mac Jones only completed two passes and they still won. So you buy uh, or s- buy or sell that they get past the first round. It's going to be cold as heck down the road. I'm going Patriots because they're just going to do the same thing. They're just going to run it. Ain't nobody throwing it tonight. <laughs> it's going to be too cold for that. 
Sure. Yeah. Derek, how about you? It was to get past the first round, the Patriots. Yeah, buy or sell. Sell. Oh, you think you think Josh Allen's gonna survive the cold? Well, yeah. I, I'm. You know what? This this is another. This is another play I'm doing. I'm. I'm. T- I'm I like plus four and a half mm-hmm. for New England tonight. And and tonight, I mean, look, Bill Belichick. He's been here. Get third time. I'm facing the Bills. I mean, obviously, it was good weather. It was decent weather when the Bills won in Foxborough, but in crap, in the crappy weather, I'm taking the hoodie in this one. I mean, I don't think I don't think either quarterback has a really good game. Hey, but the Patriots are seem they're seemingly getting back to vintage New England, where they fought where they find ways to win, and it's with a, even with a new quarterback. Hmm. Got to finish it up here. All right, so we're down to two. A four-seater higher will make the Super Bowl this year. Now, the these are the four through seven seeds of the AFC. Cincinnati, Vegas, New England, Pittsburgh. Eh, the, now, in the NFC, you've got uh, L.A., Arizona, San Fran, and Philly. So... So uh, one of those one of those teams makes the Super Bowl this year. David, do you buy or sell? I sell as much as I would love Ben to go out with a swan song. It's it's not happening. Yeah, Derek, how about you? What was it again? A four seater hire makes the Super Bowl. So yeah, I you know I'm kind of selling too. Look, I know it's the NFL, and rarely does it ever go chalk. But I I look at these teams. I mean. Cincinnati seems to be a dark horse. I mean, New England, they're they're just New England and Pittsburgh, they're like that cockroach. They just hang around. You can't kill them off. And really my and in the NFC, I he yeah, I think the not I really like the Niners chances against the Cowboys. But um, I don't see any of those being the Super Bowl. And also last one, over under two and a half upsets this weekend. David? Under. I'm going to go under. Yeah, okay. You're going under two and a half. Yep. David, how about you? That's actually three. It's two in the hook. Yeah, so over under two and a half upsets. I'm going over Raiders over Bengals, Cards over Cowboys, uh, Niners over Cowboys, and I mean, obviously, Hart's going to say Steelers over Chiefs because I want mm-hmm. this to come, like magical thing to come, but I'm going to say Arizona over the Rams, so that's Guaranteed three and then fourth with the Steelers. Yeah, I am. I'm kind of le- I'm leaning. I'm kind of going back and forth on this one. I mean, as for my picks from a bet from a betting standpoint, I'm actually going with uh, with uh, Ra- Raiders plus five and a half, Patriots plus four and a half, and Niners money line. So I'm leaning three. I mean the Monday night game. I I don't have that good of a read on it right now, so I'd say I'm not touching that one. May do something Monday night when that rolls around, but I'm I'm kind of thinking over and three because, like I said, this you know it's rare you see chalk in the first round, fellas. But with that said, how about how about we do our for our uh, wild card picks? So we'll start with. Uh, First game, David. We know who you're going with in uh, Raiders Bengals. You're going Raiders. What's the what's the what's the line? 
Uh, Raiders are plus five and a half. So you're going Raiders on this one, David? I'm going Raiders. Yep. This is one I think the Ra- – I'm going Raider- Raiders to cover five and a half. That's a funny number. But yeah. you-, you know what? Uh, for for my good friend and Jake Kurzaniak, better known as J.K. Raider, I'll take the Raiders. <laughs> Keep going. So New England and Buffalo. Uh, New England plus four and a half. It's going to be zero degrees, cold, wind, what have you. David, your pick. Ah. Uh. I know I said Patriots earlier, but I'm going to flip it. I'll I'll go Bills just because. Who knows? So do you do you think that New England covers four and a half? Yeah. Oh, it's definitely going to be close. Yeah. Okay. I'm going with Buffalo. Uh, I'm uh, I'm I am not going against the hoodie in cold in the cold and nasty weather. I'll take the Patriots in this one. Okay. And now. We'll go to Sunday. This is another one that's going to be crappy weather. Her rain and wind down in Tampa, Florida. Uh, uh, Eagles and Buccaneers. David? Buccaneers, lock of the week. <laughs> Derek, how about you? Bucks. I'm, go- I'm going Bucks as well. I don't think I think they're an eight and a half point favorite. Probably don't cover because look, no, no Anton. No Antonio Brown, Hound, after his whole deal. Oh, Chris Godwin died. Leonard Fournette's banged up. But who? I don't think Philly's got anybody to to really run on this defense. I know Miles Sanders is supposed to be back, but I don't, I don't trust Jalen Hurts in crappy weather. So I'll take the Bucks on this one. I've actually got Bucks money line. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, 4:30 game on CBS. That's also on Nickelodeon. So. Breaking out the slime cannons, everything. <laughs> Hang. I remember that from last year. Hang. Not. Hang. I think the cow. I forget, I'm gonna have to check and see what the spread is on this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not seeing. Ah, uh, crap! I can't find it anywhere. I've. Uh, I know I've got Niners money line. This is my upset special of the week. So. Okay. Oh, that just gave away. I'm taking Niners to win outright. David, how about you? Not really an upset. The Cowboys are the Cowboys. They really don't have a running back. And the quarterbacks, a little ruffled. And by the odd hand, I'll go Niners. Derek? Niners. Yeah, I think, like I said, this is my upset special. Niners are really going to make hay running the football. Cowboys, 18th in the NFL and run defense and. I think, and Debo Samuel has really been coming on strong late. So I'm taking Niners to as my upset special of the week. And now, of course, the next one: Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Hey, David, I know who you're going with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to keep the magical run going. Ben knocks off Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> But uh, I may as well ask you this. Do you think that he pulls a Peyton Manning or a John Elway in his final year? Wins the Super Bowl in a swan song and then retires into the sunset like Jerome Bettis did in 05, 06? Mm-mm. Why not? <laughs> I expected. I didn't really expect anything different coming from you. Mm. Derek, how about you? 
Which game is it? Uh, Steelers at Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are 12.5 point favorites. Chiefs, oh, come on. <laughs> this is a, this is one that I think. David, I, I'm sorry to say this. This one will get ugly real quick. And when they played a few weeks ago, it got ugly. It's basically going to be he, the Chiefs are going to tell the Steelers here, here, eat pizza. The Steelers will be like, I don't want pizza. The Chiefs will be like, you're getting pizza. It's going to it's gonna be ugly. So, Chiefs. And then the game that I refuse to touch with a 10-foot pole at this time, I'm Cardinals and Rams. This one's on Monday Night Football, ESPN on ABC. Hey, I don't have a line on this one. This is one I may... I might lean go Cardinals money line, but really, I don't. I don't know if they're going to have DeAndre Hopkins back or not. Uh, the Rams brought Eric Weddle out of mothballs, so David, we'll start with you. I can't send you the quarterback, but uh, I said earlier that the Cardinals would beat the Rams, and I'll stick to it, even though Kyler Murray is not going to be the reason why they win. Okay, Derek, what was it? Cardinals Rams. I'm gonna have to go with the Rams. Uh, Kings Kingsbury. Um, <laughs> don't trust them. You don't trust Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Don't really trust them. Well. And, and the Cardinals, when they've looked bad, they've looked bad. I thought at first I was well. You know that David's not going to pick him because he's a hater. He picked the Arizona to be last in their division. Remember in his NFL oh. uh, divisional. <laughs> So this is kind of a mea culpa for him. Yes, um, but yeah, that, that's that's what's going to ha- that happen. So, ah, uh, well, look, until he actually does something and wins a playoff game, I refuse to trust John Matthew Stafford. So, <laughs> Such a hater. I don't hate him. You I just don't, if, if 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 he goes off and be successful, you just don't if want he go him. if he goes out if he goes out and wins, then I'll come on these airwaves and tip my hat to him mm-hmm. and say, "Well done, you got over the hump and won a playoff game in your home building." Mm-hmm. But until then, I go. Car- I'm probably going to end up betting Cardinals money line on Monday night, so I'm going Cardinals mm-hmm. in this one. And even though they don't, they may not have DeAndre Hopkins back. So those are our picks and buy and sell all that good stuff. So enjoy Wild Card Weekend, ladies and gentlemen. That is true. Uh, you got to do your little. Yep, we'll uh, tribute. I'll take. Well, what we we'll do is we'll get out of this segment. Then you'll do your little. How long is your tribute? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Okay, we'll take a quick commercial break. Listen to eighty-eight point three WGTs. After further review, David. Thanks for that. And Frank, he'll stay on the line. You'll do your tribute, then we'll get into some NBA action with David. All right? All righty. Take a quick commercial break. Listen to 88.3 WGs after further review.